0: The Internet's most listened to talk radio network, VoiceAmerica.com, with Joyce Bender and Disability Matters.
1: Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guests, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender.
2: And welcome to the show. I hope all of you are enjoying a beautiful spring day. We don't have a lot of them here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where I'm headquartered, but we have had many for the past two weeks, and it is beautiful. Also, I want to remind everyone that we had a lot of call-ins asking us about the American Association of People with Disabilities. The website is AAPD dc.org, the largest trade organization or membership organization, I should say, for Americans with disabilities with over 100,000 members if you're interested in joining. That's the website. Also, I want to tell you a special congratulations to the Honorable Tony Quello, who this year will be being sworn in as officially the chairman of the board of the National Foundation. And truly, it is an honor for any person with epilepsy to have Tony Quello as the chairman of this national group. He is being sworn in this year, and I want to send out a special congratulations to Tony. And as you know, with Tony Quello, it's all about work. It's all about employment. The author of the ADA It's all about employment, and that's why it is my great honor to have with us today David Tobacheck, Vice President for Marketing and Development for Goodwill Industries right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. David, welcome to the show.
3: Hi, Joyce. Thanks. It's great to be here.
2: Well, it's great to have you, and you know I was telling the producers, we've had so many uh, guests, you know who were former U.S. Attorney General, congressmen, mystery author, all kinds of people. Uh, But you know what? At the end of the day, it's the people out there, like with the Epilepsy Foundation, it's the people out there at the affiliates. And it's the people out there like David, working at Goodwill Industries, who are the people who every day of their life are where the rubber meets the road, helping people with disabilities gain employment. And I had the good fortune of meeting David many years ago, and I always was so impressed with you, David, and how professional that you are. So for our listeners throughout the world, how about telling us, how did you ever get involved with Goodwill Industries? First, thank you for
3: saying all those nice things. That's, a, that's always a nice way to start one of these things, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, and true. Well, true. Uh, I appreciate that. But, uh, you know, as, as we'll talk about, I, I really like to think about uh, – and I'm representing Goodwill Industries of Pittsburgh, and, and, and it's easy to to share or show a sense of professionalism when you really believe in what you do, and you have an organization that um, is, is very committed to its mission, as Goodwill is. So that makes that a little easier to do. But um, I've been with Goodwill for 10 years, almost 10 years, and um, it's, it's been a real pleasure. My my role here personally is to um, to increase the fundraising of Goodwill and increase the public awareness of our mission at Goodwill. Um, I've been, been in the nonprofit industry for about 16 years, so it's, it's something obviously that means a great deal to me. And um, it, it feels good to be able to say you've been with an organization for 10 years because uh, really it really shows that you uh, believe strongly in what you
2: do. That's true. I, that is a fact. Well, we're we're very lucky and happy to have you with Goodwill Industries, David. And if there is someone who is listening to the show today and is not familiar with the mission of Goodwill Industries of Pittsburgh because a lot of people don't realize that, you know, Goodwill Industries throughout the United States, they think of Goodwill and they think of the Goodwill stores and, you know, making contributions of clothing and all of these things, but don't realize that you also service people with disabilities. Could you talk about that?
3: Sure. And this is, I always like the opportunity to talk about this because this is one of our our biggest messages that we want to get forth. To the public, Uh, of course, everyone, just about everyone, knows of Goodwill Industries here in Pittsburgh, and of course across the uh, across the country, and actually we're also in many countries in in the world as well. But um, our mission statement, I'll actually read it to you, and that is, uh, we help people provide, or we help people improve their quality of life through work and related services. So if you wanted to pick the key word in that mission statement, it's work. So many folks think about us uh, knowing that it's a place that they can donate clothing. And the way that works fairly simply is that if you donate your clothing to Goodwill, we generally will sell that in our stores. And that's what helps su- fund and support the mission that we do. So in other words, you're, you're turning that, that piece of clothing, you're helping us turn that into to another dollar to help somebody get a job. And that's really what it's all about for Goodwill.
2: Well, that is really – you know what? I guess I never thought about that before. So when people are making all these donations of their business attire, really the next person wearing that can be a person with a disability going on an interview.
3: No, oh, and we actually have programs that are that specific um, where we, in a lot of the programs that we have, we, we'll take them over to the stores and shop and say, uh, you know, let's, let's help you pick out clothes that are appropriate for interviews and things uh, such as that. So um, another way we like to think of our things such as our stores is they do three things for us. Um, our stores, of course, generate dollars. That's sort of our main fundraising engine. Um, so that helps us provide, give the revenue to provide our programming. But I don't think does two things that probably are is equally or more important, and that is it's a place where we hire a lot of folks. So folks maybe that uh, become employed in our stores, you know, this is this is their job, and it's maybe, maybe someone that wouldn't easily find a job somewhere else. And it's also a place we train many people. So throughout our stores in Pittsburgh, you're going to see a number of locations in the stores where they actually train folks, people with disabilities and other special needs that um, they can work in the store and get them prepared so that they can have a career later on in their life when they're ready to move into the workplace.
2: And you know what? uh, When you were talking about the clothing attire before, David, Mm -hmm. I always tell people, of course, today, unfortunately, in this country, two words are synonymous. That is poverty and disability. Many, many people that I meet with disabilities are also people who are in poverty. Mm-hmm. So when they first are going, you know, on an interview and I'm telling them what their attire must be like, I always tell them, you do not, you know, you, it doesn't have to be expensive.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: You just have to be well groomed. And one of the examples that I give them is I interviewed this uh, gentleman for employment and he was in total poverty. He came in, oh, so professionally attired. He really was. And, and later on, not not for years did I find this out. That that suit he had on was from Goodwill Industries.
3: Oh, no, that's a nice story.
2: Yes. Now, story. of course, once he had money, you know, he bought his own attire, and he did not disclose this at the beginning to anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my point is, well groomed, not expensive. Mm-hmm. So you know, right. if you're, you're I, I want to get that message out in case Thank you're me. listening to the show and concerned about that. Go ahead, David.
3: Although I'd like to say one other thing too, and I, mm-hmm. I always tell this story. Um, I think most folks would be surprised if they walked into a Goodwill store at the type of clothing they'd be able to to uh, find there. I um, I often tell the story that the jeans that are on sale at any Goodwill are probably in better shape than any of the jeans I currently wear.
4: <laughs> so
3: the uh, the clothing there is in pretty good shape. Um, and it's appropriate for for just about anyone, um, especially those that like to look around for their sizes a little more, um, for folks that enjoy that. And price usually can't beat it either. Um, mm-hmm. You'll probably get a suit for $10 or so. So,
2: And then all um, your donations, of course, are going to further help Goodwill Industry.
3: Sure, sure. And I, I think one of the things you touched on, and I, I know we'll talk about this more, but um, a lot of the things that Goodwill does, and you talked about preparing for a job interview and knowing how to dress right, and, and, we, and we refer to those here at Goodwill as soft skills. I mean, we do a lot of more heavy-duty training, too, but a lot of the training that we do teaches, teaches some of the things that, that, it, that might come more naturally for folks that have been in the workplace a long time, you know, such as you know, knowing, knowing how to do what your boss tells you, knowing how to be on time, or knowing what to wear. But those are some of the really important things that, that we try to train folks to do while they're getting ready for their career at Goodwill.
2: And that is so important. I agree with you 100%. As a matter of fact, when we employ people at Bender Consulting Services, it doesn't matter where they've gone to college or what their degree is or if they have a master's degree. We make everyone go through uh, what we call the Bender Career Reality Training Program that covers, like that. covers some of those things you know, that you just mentioned. But I think that's a good point you made because a lot of people do not realize that if you have never ever worked in your life, then you are excluded from that socialization process.
4: Exactly.
2: You know, when, when I was young, you know, I sold Girl Scout cookies, and then I worked as a waitress, and I worked in retail, and you know, when you do all these things as you're growing up, you hear people say, uh oh, he was late. No good. You know, uh-oh, he didn't talk right. You know, that, that's going to hurt him how he spoke to his boss. And so you don't even realize it, but you're exposed to all of this, you know, at such an early age, whereas many Americans with disabilities have never worked ever.
4: Exactly.
2: So I'm glad to hear that you do that at Goodwill Industries. Mm-hmm. Is that part of the other program you were talking about, sure. or is that a separate program? Well,
3: that's, I, I, the way I try to explain it is, in the, in the probably the simplest sense is, you know, if you would ask what, what what do the programs at Goodwill Industries do? What do we what do we help folks to do? And we try to provide whatever it takes for an individual. Many of which, many of the folks that we deal with, and probably most of the folks that we deal with have disabilities. But any folks, any someone with special need, special need to the work to get to the workplace, whatever it takes, um, whatever kind of different training they need to to move them to what we call the high, their highest level of employability. And we also have a very strong philosophy of consumer choice. So the individuals, or the clients, or consumers, however you want to refer to them, um, it's also a process of self-determination. So as they work with a case manager, we get to ask them the question, what do they want to do? What do you want to, how was this, what do you want to be when you grow up? (laughs) This may be a good question. But we try to provide whatever um, services it takes to move them to that level where they can be at their highest level of employability. It usually starts with a process of assessment, um, which allows us to look into different skills trainings, um, educational programs that they might uh, need to move into the workplace, um, those kinds of things. And once once we've moved the individual to that level, there's skills trainings, like I said, um, plus other things like work opportunities, job shadowing, work tryouts, um, all with job coaching in in most cases, and then. Essentially, moving them to placement so they can be ready to work and go into the workplace. And and even when they're moved into the workplace, there are different situations. Sometimes they can move into a competitive employment, a job out somewhere in the community, or a supported situation where there's someone that works with them to help them uh,
2: be successful at the job that they
3: are are working for.
2: All right. Well, that is what it's all about. Mm -hmm. We know that, and that is employment. Employment. We're talking to David Tobachev, who's the Vice President for Marketing and Development for Goodwill Industries of Pittsburgh, a real champion trying to help Pittsburgh move forward. This is Joyce Bender, the voice of voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back.
0: The world leader in Internet talk radio. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com.
1: At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com.
5: I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are 2.5 million Americans with the condition, and 1 in 10 Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Have you put down the morning paper in disgust
6: because they weren't reporting what you wanted to read? Have you wondered why there aren't more women's voices in the news? Well, so have I, and we're about to change that. This is former Minnesota State Senator Ember Rice-Scott Young. I hope you'll join me for a new radio show every Thursday all about women on the move. We'll look at what's missing in the news, the issues often ignored in mainstream media, like how does Social Security reform really affect women? Why is the Department of Labor proposing to stop collecting workforce data on women? What role will women play in Iraq's new government? We'll create that debate right here. The Ember Rice-Scott Young Show will have prominent women you know and inspiring women you don't know. We'll share stories of women's leadership, courage, and vision. We just need you to be part of the conversation, so join us for the Ember Rice-Scott Young Show every Thursday at 1 p.m. Central Time. It's all about you, women on the move, on voiceamerica.com.
0: The world leader in Internet Talk Radio. radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com.
1: If you have a question or comment, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joyce Bender.
2: And welcome back to the show. We're talking to David Tobacheck the Vice President for Marketing and Development for Goodwill Industries of Pittsburgh. And, David, one thing I wanted to ask you about or for you to talk a little bit more about are the different programs you have in place right now. I know you have a lot of programs there for people with disabilities. What do you have in place? Like I said, the,
3: I guess the, the way to think about it is every individual at Goodwill has a case manager and they devise their own career plan. So within that, so if you were to come to Goodwill and you realized you wanted to um, move into the, a retail career, for example, um, you would they would do an assessment to see what kind of skills that you have to move into retail. For example, if you wanted to run a, run a register, do you, know, you have the basic math skills that you need? Um, you have the, uh, the, 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 the let's say the finger dexterity. Can you get a little training there to make sure you can sort clothing and things of, of that nature? So. Um, those are the those are the initial parts of the program. But the second part of the program is, is individuals here at Goodwill that work with the folks to teach them these things, and how to do different different skills that allow people to be successful in the workplace.
2: So you're teaching people and employing people.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And then we employ them here at Goodwill if that's the appropriate uh work situation for someone and, or we work very hard to get them out in the community to different employers who are receptive to um, allowing folks with disabilities or really any special need into their workplace and help them be successful there.
2: Well, <clears throat> David, as you know, I am a big proponent of the Power of Work Award. If you're listening to this show anywhere else in the United States, is that not a great name? Power of Work Award. I love that name. I've always loved this this whole thing, because I thought, wow, that says it all, because that is what it's all about. Um, so David, maybe you can tell our listeners, when did this first start and why? Why did Goodwill do this? Well, it's hard to think. It's the ninth year
3: we've been at this. It's been going very wow. quickly, hasn't it? Time goes uh, quickly. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll start by talking about the power of work, mm-hmm. uh, which is a pretty much a Goodwill slogan, so to speak, uh, that we use a number of times, and really what that, what that refers to power of work is the self-esteem that, that that individuals really gather when they get their paycheck, um, mm-hmm. then, that they know that they can uh, be self-sufficient, that they are able to accomplish their goals, and that's the power of work. And, you know, it's, a, it's something you see all the time, Joyce, and we see it all the time here at Goodwill as well. And that was sort of one of the, the concepts that we started with, um, but uh, when we started to do this event, um, like I said, about nine years ago, we, uh, we really wanted to do two things, and one was People know a little more about what Goodwill did. We talked before about how they know about our stores, but wanted to know about our employment, uh, the focus, the employment focus for our mission. And the second thing is, we really wanted to recognize the folks in the community, the employers, that are really paying attention, that know that this is an important thing to do uh, to help individuals with disabilities and other special needs to be successful in the workplace. And we wanted to find a way to recognize those folks in a very, very grand sort of fashion was the, the impetus behind the award um, and it was it was something we thought needed to happen so within Western Pennsylvania we've been recognizing a number of companies each year and these aren't folks that uh, just hire goodwill folks these are people that are hiring uh, people with disabilities or other special needs throughout uh, Western Pennsylvania from from whomever they work with be that another agency or just folks who are, are allowing people to be successful in the workplace regardless if they're working with a provider such as goodwill or not so this is um, Something we're very proud to do because we know at Goodwill we can take, we can take the job halfway. We can help train people and we can help them acquire the skills that they need. But we need employers who really see the, see the value in hiring people with special needs and people with disabilities so that um, so that the process can be completed. And that's what, that's what we're trying to celebrate throughout this process.
2: And it is a great program. It really is. Yes, I love the saying, power of work, mm-hmm. because work changes your life. Work defines your life. Work gives you dignity. Work gives you self-respect. Mm-hmm. Work gives you freedom in this country to do what everyone else does, go on vacation, you know, buy a house, live the way everyone else lives, only through the power of work. And that, it, yeah. that is so. That is such a great thing. And so you know, if you're listening to the show, especially anyone listening from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, you need to go to this event. Mm. It is really a great event, and it is in October. Is that correct, David? That is correct. Yes. Um, has the date been selected yet? Yeah, it
3: has. It's actually a. a... October the 27th, as I check my calendar. Okay. <laughs> you know that off the top of my head. But.
2: October the 27th. Mm-hmm. And it's in Pittsburgh. Where is it? It's at the Carnegie... Uh,
3: Carnegie it's in, Music Hall.
2: Yes, Carnegie Music Hall.
3: Which is a wonderful facility. And It is. And a facility we selected because uh, we wanted to have it somewhere that was special. We didn't want this to be... Just just another award that 's given out, we want it to be something pretty pretty special that uh, companies can start to say, "Hey, we won this, and it was a big deal and we 're really glad we did this and and get other people to pay attention that 's really one of the biggest goals the power of Work awards has is we want other employers to see this and say, You know what I should be doing this and, and We actually had a, a very very exciting moment a few years ago. Uh, one of the companies that won it was a place called the Sears Repair Center that was one of the winners two years ago, and um, the previous year to when they won, uh, they walked out of that program and said, "You know what? Let's let's do this. We want to win this next year. Well, let's let's start paying attention and doing the things that allow people to be successful in a workplace." And they were able to win, and that was you know that's what we want to have. We want other employers to see that companies can do this, that they can they can do it successfully, that it's that A little bit of extra effort to hire folks with special needs is a good thing and not a not a drain on the organization, which I think sometimes is the is the stereotype that many employers feel.
2: Yes, I would. I'll tell you what, David. I actually told someone this morning. I think that is one of the major attitudinal barriers that I have encountered. Which is the minute I talk about employing a person with a disability, I don't care if they have a master's degree from wherever Carnegie Mellon included. Mm -hmm. The the company right away thinks, yes, but, and they're envisioning it, take more time, take away from us, take away. And and what they don't think of is, first of all, that's not always true at all. And number two is that when you hire any entry-level person, a college student, it takes the same amount of new time to bring anyone new into the organization. You have to ask yourself, what is the benefit? Return on investment over Absolutely. the next several years, Absolutely. and that's where you get it when you hire people with disabilities. Absolutely. And as David mentioned, this Power of Work Award, again, October 27th this year, I would encourage everyone to go. It really is such a nice event. It's at the Carnegie Music Hall, so you get to be in the Music Hall at a beautiful facility. You know, the ceremony is always very nice. Frequently, uh, people with disabilities also speak. You know, it's not just the company that speaks. It's sometimes the employees speak, at least the events I've always been to. I've mm-hmm. seen that. Yes. Um, and, and this is a really great award. And it would be my dream, David, that the day would come that every company in Pittsburgh would say, oh, I've just got to win that Power of Work award.
3: That's exactly, that's exactly how we view it, exactly.
2: Because that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. You know, that's really how it should be. Now, David, in case someone is listening to the show and saying, wait a minute, I work for a company, they're doing this, I want to nominate them. How does that happen? What's the procedure for nominating someone? Well,
3: it's really not very difficult and it's one of the things we've tried to do is, is make it a fairly simple process because we want a lot of people to be nominated. One of, the, one of the, um, the goals of this process has been to really try to bring in as many nominations of companies because we want there to be a large, uh, an understanding that there are a lot of people doing this. Uh, and that kind of brings the feeling across that, God, if there are a lot of people doing this, it can't be too hard. You know, I, I think maybe we can do that too. So in our nomination process, we have a pretty simple nomination form, which is sort of a front and a back, and you can get a hold of it either, basically two ways. One way is to, uh, well, I'll give you my phone number uh, so folks can call in and I can send one out. Um, my phone number is four one two three nine zero. 2236, and we can send out a nomination form. They're hot off the press. They'll be ready next week. And we also have it available on our website, and that'll be ready next week as well. And Goodwill's website address in Pittsburgh is www.goodwillpit.org. So that's all one word.
2: Okay, Yes. All right, there you go to that, and you can get that nomination form. And then what happens next is that there is a process where, just so you know this, it's not as if, you know, you send it in and then there are just three people sitting there with David and they say, oh, this person looks good, we'll pick them. Mm-hmm. They really do take this seriously, Goodwill Industries. I know, because at sure one did. time I was a judge. Mm-hmm. So I know that, uh, number one, a large number of nominations are sent out to review. And then these judges from various... Corporations in the city choose that one winner that can do the one thing, provide power of work. As soon as we come back, we'll talk to David Tobacheck and take one of these questions from a listener. This is Joyce Bender, the voice of VoiceAmerica.com.
0: Bringing the world together. You're listening to America's Voice. VoiceAmerica.com
1: and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com.
5: I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are 2.5 million Americans with the condition, and 1 in 10 Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000.
4: Thank you for calling voiceamerica.com.
5: Hello, this is Rory Garay,
3: president of Greyhound Pets of America and host of Greyhounds Made Great Pets on Voice America. Join me every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Eastern for an insightful and enjoyable talk about one of man's best friends, the greyhound. Learn about the history of the greyhound, discuss proper obedience and training techniques, and find out more about the greyhound racing industry and what they are doing to help the adoption efforts of the former race dog. If you own a greyhound or just love dogs like I do, join me for Greyhounds Make Great Pets every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific right here on America's Voice. VoiceAmerica.com.
0: The world leader in Internet talk, radio. Internet talk radio. You're listening to America's Voice,
1: VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. If you have a question or comment for Joyce or a guest, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now back to Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender.
6: Okay. <clears throat> well welcome
2: back to this show with David Tobachek talking about the power of work award given out by Goodwill Industries. Isn't that exciting? And you know what I'm gonna do? I am gonna recognize the winners. This is a obviously an international show, but has a huge listening audience in the United States specifically in Pennsylvania. It's gigantic and I am going to recognize these companies after the award because I want Pittsburgh to get to the place where we all want to receive this Power of Work Award. Uh, David, I want to tell you we received so many uh, emails here because the listeners can send in their questions ahead of time. So I have a question for you uh, to David from a Laura here in Pittsburgh, and it is, David, in our country's history, we have attempted to overcome many prejudices. Why do you feel that the disability rights movement is such a strong barrier to break? Why is it taking so long?
3: Hmm. That's a pretty big question. Um, I guess from a goodwill standpoint, I, it's, it's almost difficult for us to look at it as a uh, Something that we can't break. I think we usually look at it as we always we know we're making progress. Um, I think I think we're learning. I think that there's technology is helping us in time get help us come up with more ways to to break those barriers. So I mean I think technology will help us move forward in that. Why it's moves so slowly? I don't know, Joyce. That might be something you have a little more feedback than I do. Um,
2: I would. I would only comment on a couple of things. One is, in reference to our disability rights movement, you know, why mm-hmm. is this taking so long? Yes, there are 54 million Americans with disabilities, but you know what the key is? Mm-hmm. We have to get united. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to help us if there are 54 million Americans with disabilities and we all are, you know, disjointed or off on our own agenda, you know, and, and not united. I always say, if... We could get all Americans with disabilities who can vote registered to vote. Mm -hmm. Wow. Think how much power the people with disabilities would have. We would be at the top of every presidential candidate's platform. I mean, you would see such a difference. The day you can go forward and say, I have this extra 10 million votes, will have so much power. My, my one, one comment, and you know, I'm sure that there are many, but my one comment is that we have to be more united.
3: Yeah, I think that's true, and I think the other, I think the other, probably the word that I would use is attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, and although, I, as I mentioned, I, we see so much progress, there's still, I think, probably a perception that this this is hard to do, and that the attitude is that. I don't know if I can afford it or I don't know if I can make this work. And I think what we're trying to change to allow people with these disabilities to be more successful is that it is the attitude should be that this can work. It's not just a nice thing to do, it's, but it's a powerful thing to do. I mean, uh, we, We've said this about folks who are trained at Goodwill. We we feel that the, the individuals that are trained here and move into the workplace often have much, sometimes greater success rates than, than folks from the, the population at large because their desire to work is often is often strong or stronger than folks moving to the workplace and not from other means. And, and I think that that's, we've let more people know about that, that, that process so that they can uh, start changing their attitudes.
2: Oh, and I agree with you totally. Because the desire for, of uh, Americans with disabilities, not all, but the majority, to work.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, when you have been oppressed or denied or can't get in, it's amazing how determined you are and how much you appreciate that chance. David, I know you'll love this question from Pittsburgh, and it is for you, and it says, Sir, what would you say are the common characteristics that companies have who have received the Power of Work awards from your organization?
3: That's actually, uh,
2: I just touched on that before, but I think what we
3: see um, through all the companies that win this is an overall attitude and commitment to allowing this to be successful. There's so many different ways that different companies have, have um, found ways to, to allow people with disabilities or any special need to be successful in the workplace. It's the companies that, that really understand that, that they have to commit themselves to this. Those are the ones that we usually end up recognizing. Um, you know, there are many companies that, that do a good thing. They'll try to hire an individual with a disability or, you know, and try to allow that to be successful. But it's the ones that, whereas a company, uh, let's call it a commitment to allow them to be successful. And and there's so many different things. It's it's not just a question of, okay, I'm going to hire someone, but what are the things that an employer do, can an employer do to allow that person to be successful? And it starts really with allowing all the other folks working within a company to understand what what it takes to allow someone with a disability to be successful, and a lot of attitudinal training within the individuals that work there. Um, Some of the changes that employers can make, some of them are to the infrastructure of of the you know, sometimes it, it makes making things more adaptable or more accessible. But most of the time it's about training and and flexibility. And those, I think, the, the companies that, that, are win, that win have just a real commitment to being flexible to allow people to be successful.
2: And you know what? Your point is so excellent because this is why at Vendor Consulting Services, we work across the United States and Canada, as you know, but when – we are working with a company. The reason I have to get the, the commitment, is the word you used, from the CEO level is if you do not have that commitment, mm-hmm. it will not happen.
4: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
2: It will not happen. That is such a good point you made, David. I, I can verify this. this is true because if you go to an organization and you may have a few people there and they have in their mind, oh, we should try to do this. We should try to hire people with disabilities. So, you know, they get interested and they're trying a few things and then they say, oh, you know what, I looked for two or three weeks, didn't find the right person yet, so that's it. I'm going to move on. hmm And everyone says, okay, we did our thing and we're, you know, that's it. We're going to move on. However, however, when the commitment is from the top, they will make a point of continuing because they know this is part of the vision of our CEO or of Mm -hmm. the leadership here and Mm -hmm. what a difference that makes.
3: I can tell a story from uh, each year when we have this award. We have a local CEO of a company, sort of the corporate leader of the event. And uh, the CEO and uh, chairman and CEO of Giant Eagle, David Shapira, uh, was the corporate leader for this particular year. And he spoke about how the, his company, Giant Eagle, uh, started this process. And of course, Giant Eagle has won this award, uh, I think, three times. And uh, he spoke about how early on a lot of the folks from his human resources department brought this idea forward and that Thought there was a good way to, for Giant Eagle to advance and a you know, good solution for their company. And He, had, he admitted to the, the group when he spoke to us that um, he was a little bit skeptical, but he said, okay, let's go ahead and do this. And early on, he knew from the beginning that this was a good corporate decision. And since that point, he has been a champion. And the same exact same things that you have said is that it needs to, it needs to be a, a movement that comes from the very top of an organization. And I think he showed that very well, and he said it was one of the best decisions Giant Eagle's ever made. And they're a very successful company, and and of course a very successful company in in allowing people with disabilities and other special needs to work in their workplace.
2: Yes, and I want to uh, commend Giant Eagle and David Shapiro. I think very highly of him, and I know that Giant Eagle did also win two years ago the New Freedom Initiative Award Mm -hmm. from the Bush Administration. So. You know, they really have been recognized across the country for their commitment to the employment of people with disabilities. I know, though, that David does have that in his heart, and uh, and you can tell. You can tell by seeing the commitment across the board. So that one word you used, David, that says it all. It is. It is the commitment. Mm -hmm. Now, I was going to ask you a question, which was, you know, what impact has this had on past winners, but I think you gave a really good example. What was the name of that Sears division again?
3: Uh, It was the the Sears Parts and Repair Service. Mm.
2: I mean, what a great story. You hear people, they went to the ceremony, and because of that, they made a decision they're going to do this. Now, have you seen differences with companies after they've received the Power of Work Award?
3: Well, I know one of the things that it does um, is it really validates what uh, a a lot of folks do in a company. Uh, and, and I, and we've talked about the commitment from the top, and that, that makes a difference, but sometimes we get winners of, of, of the Power of Work Awards that really it's maybe a handful or even one or two individuals that have really done some pretty interesting or pretty exciting things to allow people to be successful in their workplace. And After they win this, um, it really validates their work and it allows them to really expand their efforts throughout a company um, far beyond what they've Originally envisioned, so we've seen that in a number of companies that they were really proud to have, to receive the award, and then their their CEO or their boss or, or whatever sees that they won this, and they said, "Wow, this is this is really something. We got to continue to do and continue to try to make it even more successful."
2: Yes, and you know <clears throat> um, when, uh, when I say you need the commitment from the top, and you do for our corporate wide initiative. But don't, don't think I don't mean the one person. If you are a hiring manager and you're even hiring one person, that one person, that still makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Even one person, it makes a difference. So David, can you tell our listeners a little bit about the past winners from Pittsburgh? Um, I you named one of them Giant Eagle.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Also, I think you said Mellon. Have they
3: won several yeah, times? Yeah, Mellon's won. We, we, we usually name four winners each year, so over the years now we have quite a few, but, um, but we've said Giant uh, Eagle has been a three-time winner. Um, you know, and they're not always really big companies like Giant uh, Eagle, which employs thousands, or Mellon Bank, which employs thousands. Um, for the last two years, it's, uh, one single Wendy's restaurant uh, in Cannonsburg, Pennsylvania, which is a
5: small um,
3: suburb south of Pittsburgh, that single store which hires about... Uh, 20 or 30 people have done such a good job as a, as, as a single uh, Wendy's restaurant that they've won two years in a row. Um, so they've, they're a pretty neat little story as well. I think you mentioned Bear has been a winner. Um, another really, really powerful company that has really worked hard is the, the Pittsburgh Zoo and PPG Aquarium. Uh, they've always been at the forefront of People with disabilities and other special needs into their workplace and allowing to be successful. So I mean, it's a big, long list, and, and you know, of course, you know, if, if anyone comes to the event next year, they can look through the long list of winners. But uh, we're very proud of each of each and every one of them.
2: Yeah, and everyone should be. I know that when you walk into our corporate office here in Penn Center West, um, we have some things we're very proud of up on the wall that we keep. And one of them is the Power of Work Award, which is such a beautiful award that we received in 1997.
3: First year we did it. You were one of our first
2: winners. And ever since then, I've told everyone about this Power of Work Award. You know how, how important that is. And again, if you're listening to the show right now, October 27th, if you're here in Pittsburgh, October 27th, don't be left out. If you want to win that Power of Work Award, Goodwill Industries will be giving it out October 27th. And we'll be right back to finish talking to our guest, David Tobacek, the Vice President for Marketing and Development from Goodwill Industries. We'll be back.
0: The world leader in Internet talk radio.
1: You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com.
5: I'm Garcelle Bove nylon When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are 2.5 million Americans with the condition,
1: In today's world, it's hard to find the truth with anything. Is there such a thing as the truth?
6: Where and how can I find it?
1: Will someone just give it to me straight? Tune in every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific for Mario's The Dog, an exciting new show that will give it to you straight every time and tackle the truth behind everything from political issues and crimes to vocational and career counseling. So log on and tune in every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com.
6: Hi, this is Dora Bush, and you're listening to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender on VoiceAmerica.com.
0: The world leader in Internet talk radio. radio. You're listening to America's Voice, VoiceAmerica.com.
1: If you have a question or comment, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joyce Bender.
2: Welcome back to the show, and we are talking to David Tobachek, the Vice President for Marketing and Development from Goodwill Industries of Pittsburgh. And David, before we go through some of these other final questions, I want to jump ahead for one moment. I know you have a great background in fundraising, so. I'm going to give you your chance here. If a person is listening to the show and wants to donate to Goodwill Industries, how do they do that?
3: Well, the the traditional way that most folks know is probably the way that works the best. I mean, we talked about it earlier in the show. Um, The clothing you donate to Goodwill is clothing that we turn into revenue to help make our programs uh, successful. It's It's our fundraising, our largest way that we raise dollars. But uh, anyone interested in, in making a contribution to Goodwill can do that through our website. And I mentioned the address before, but it's www.goodwillpitt.org.
2: Well, pit P-I-T-T, P-I-T-T yeah, dot right. O-R-G. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to say, if you're not here in Pittsburgh and you want to write that check right now, we will accept that check. David uh, not will really not turn it away. <laughs>
3: Well, like the way I, we say it about our stores and, and any contributions we receive, it's just every dollar that we have is another dollar that we have helped to help someone find a job. And that's really the, the nature of what we do.
2: And that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Once again, that's www.goodwillpitt.org. Goodwillpit.org, goodwillpit.org, take a moment, take a moment, go to that website, write that check, go there and donate your clothing. You will be helping when you do that. So, David, right here in our area, although it is like this nationally, it's not just in our area, uh, but what do you think? What are some of the greatest barriers to employment for people with disabilities that you've been seeing? Why do we have such a problem, which we do have this enormous problem in this country? Well, we talked about attitude before, and, and
3: that's really, I, I think, the, the thing that we have to work so hard to change. And that's really, you know, why we do empower work award. It's to help change those attitudes. I, mean, I think you probably see it every day. People, I think, are very uncomfortable. or not certain that this, that hiring someone with a disability or someone with a special need is, is going to work out for them. And I think that we have to start changing those attitudes. That this is just as, just as good of a solution for any employer as any solution they come up with. Um, you know, changing my attitude, those attitudes is going to take time. But we, um, you know, from our standpoint at Goodwill, we need employers to, to continue working toward doing this um, because, you know, we, we can train and train and train. And we hire a lot of folks with, within Goodwill ourselves, but we need places in the community where they can continue to be successful.
2: And as all my listeners know, when I was asked, as I've mentioned before, my voice, America, about the soundtrack I prefer, I told them, that's not hard. New Attitude by Miss Patty Bell, <laughs> And that is why you hear that song on my radio show, because that is what it's all about. It's about breaking down attitudinal barriers that exist right now. And you mentioned another one of them, David, when you mentioned the idea that if I employ this person, it's going to be a problem. It's going to take away from me. As I always say, get that out of your mind, because I've got news for you. Guess what, folks? Those people with disabilities are working for you right now. It's just they haven't disclosed that. It's very true. Just like me. If you see me, you don't know I have epilepsy and a 60% hearing loss. There are people who work for you, who also have MS, epilepsy, uh, bipolar disorder, depression, many disabilities. It's just they haven't disclosed it to you. But yet, they're very talented people that you have possibly right now in leadership roles in your company. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So David, what is your proudest accomplishment so far since you first started working at Goodwill Industries?
3: Well, it's certainly very proud to be a part of a Something like the Power of Work Awards that we, you know, and, and I can say this to you, Joyce, since you were the first year, but starting something from its very infancy and allowing it to grow and, and get to be on a radio show about nine years later and talking about it is pretty exciting. Um, and we're very proud of that at Goodwill because we we know this is something that's very important and we've got to get the word out there and putting together a program that really recognizes this is something we're all very proud of. There's many, many people at Goodwill that have been a part of, of uh, making this award successful. Um, We have uh, folks here at Goodwill that have helped look for companies to nominate and and talk to other employers and and try to get them to to get their name out there so they can be nominated as well. So it's uh, something we're very proud of at Goodwill. Uh, Proud of at Goodwill is is just this whole program has continued to grow and, and continues to be something that works very well.
2: And you know what? I just want to tell you this is so great because you will be able next year to have your no, two years from now. Two years from now, you'll be having your, or is it next year? Your tenth anniversary.
3: Yeah. Well, this will be in the fall. It'll be our ninth year, so it'll be the following year. will be our tenth.
2: Yeah, that and that is isn't that great.
3: How about that?
2: So, if you're listening to the show, I know you want to receive an award for that tenth anniversary, but you can start working on it right now. You still have a chance. But when do those nominations go out? Did you say next week or the? No, we,
3: we start the nomination process on next week. And um, you know, any time between now and September um, is when we accept the, accept the nominations. The actual deadline for nominations is um, on September the 16th this year. So we get them all, we need them all in by September 16th. And then over the next few weeks between then and our event in October is when we
2: do all our judging
3: uh, and selecting the four winners that uh, will receive the award this year.
2: And what are those categories, David? Well, there actually aren't actual categories.
3: What we try to do is just kind of put it out there for for whatever employer we um, can, uh, to, to not be either nominate themselves or anyone can nominate another employer. But we have a couple of different criteria that we use for selection, and um, one of the big ones is that overall commitment we talked about, how much can we see that uh, in the nominations received. But one of the other things that we do is we have a criteria that, that asks to judge the nominee's efforts toward uh, employment for people with disabilities and special needs compared to the size of the organization. And what we mean by that is that uh, you know there are a lot of large companies and they have you know, very expensive or very large programs to, to allow people especially to be successful and that's uh, that's very important too, but it's also important to have some small companies you know we have a, we've had winners we had a winner last year it's a, an organic farm here in, in near Pittsburgh. And they really have one uh, regular employee, the owners, or actually two regular employees, the owners, that they've been hiring uh, three goodwill folks on a regular basis to be their workforce. So you know, that's that's pretty – three people that are with disabilities compared to the two owners, I think that's a pretty good ratio within that company. Wow. So we, um, it's not just for something for a large company to win um, for a large-scale effort. It's also a small company that really gets it, and that's just as important.
2: And remember, once again, the majority of hiring that is done in Allegheny County, which is in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, is in the small business community.
4: Absolutely. People
2: forget about that. But that's where all the hiring is taking place. So if you're listening to this show and you are a small business owner, you can be included in this award. Because although we have hired hundreds of people since 1997, When we first started, we had a very small number of employees the year that we won the award. So that means the small business community is included, which which is, to me, one of the most vital growing parts in the American economy. And and I am right. It doesn't matter what the size is. Correct, David? Absolutely
3: not. In fact, we we encourage large or small. um, and And that's actually something we'll ask in the nomination is how many people work there? because the, the company that, that employs three people and one or two of them has uh, some sort of disability or special need, um, that holds about as, w- as much weight as the, the company with thousands and thousands of people but a large program to try to make people with, uh, to allow people with disabilities to be successful. They, they carry the same weight. So that's and, and my
2: hat's okay. off to you, David, doing that and recognizing that because you can be a multi-million dollar company and get some award and you've hired one person. Mm-hmm. Whereas, as you just said, you can be a small business and hire one or two people, and there's 90% of your workforce. Absolutely. So, you know, good for you that you have included that. Well, David, what message do you have in closing for people with disabilities listening to the show today who themselves have faced barriers to employment?
3: Well, the message for the individuals is to keep trying, because we know that there are a lot of great companies out there doing some great work to allow them to be successful in their the workplace so keep keep working out you keep going at it and you'll get to them
2: isn't that the truth keep trying is what David said mm-hmm. keep trying and with that we will end with a quote from a famous disability leader Helen Keller who said one can never consent to creep when one feels an impulse to soar and that's the end of our show thank you David This is Joyce Bender. We've been talking to David Tobitschek from Goodwill Industries of Pittsburgh. I look forward to talking to you next week. This is Joyce Bender, the voice of voiceamerica.com.